Welcome to the Rising Rain Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ramirez. Today, I'm here with Azu and Faith, and she's from London, England. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Rising Rain podcast. I'm here with two very special guests. I'm super excited. So let me hear it. Hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Faith. I'm from London. And I have a page called Black Health. Check it out. Have some cute little quotes on there. Motivation. Some raising awareness, you know. That's about. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh, I'm Azu. Uh, I'm just one of uh, Nathan's friends from from school. Um, I don't have any pages of any sort, mm-hmm. but I'm here to uh, be, you know, ask questions to Faith and stuff, and you know, be inspired by, you know, some of the things that she's put out there. I wanted to know about it behind the scenes, stuff like that, and I'm joining Nathan in that journey right now sweet well thank you guys for being here much appreciated uh super excited to get this underway um so yeah just light and bright i guess um what time is it over there for you faith seven right yeah 12 past seven oh cool in the evening (laughs) so uh Um, what did you do today i chilled i promise you i got up properly like three hours ago I've been chilling in bed all day with my little brother just watching Legend of, Legend of Korra like just chilling that's all we've been doing all day that's the best. Um, cartoon day <laughs> is is what is like the what is like the COVID situation over there oh my gosh we're in the third <laughs> third lockdown of oh. this thing uh, it's the worst like they've just not handled it in the best way so it's just been that back and forth of lockdown being free you know guys go out get food you know spend money and then we're back onto <laughs> this rock again and it's so sad and depressing it's it's just it, we're just trapped at the moment we're in prison right now <laughs> but yeah. you know yeah is it the same there or is yeah. it uh we're in a second lockdown gets- yeah, we're in our second lockdown. Except the first one was like crazy, like you're in jail lockdown, like we literally couldn't do anything. Yeah. Now it's kind of like they have like like intense restrictions or whatever, but it's not as serious as the first one. So to have, the fact that you've had you've had three lockdowns, three, no thanks. No and thanks. false 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 promises and yeah, like it's gonna lying. open up. Yeah. yeah. What can you do? Yeah, now? this 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 disease is so. It's so spontaneous like we have like this is the first time in my life i feel like nobody has control over anything right at all, at all. people in authority. no one no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah um nathan what did you do today but well it's uh noon <laughs> here <laughs> oh. so i uh honestly got up and uh had a bunch of coffee so i'm awake for this episode and then uh you know did my little devotion 
Um, and that's it. Um, so you, you, you've been drinking coffee. Lot. I'm addicted. You like, stop. you know, I'm a, I'm a tea drinker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about coffee uh, like that. Yeah, I'm into tea. I, I love, guys, I love coffee so much, but I'm not allowed coffee anymore because of, um, my health stuff so i'm just been watching videos of like lattes <laughs> and all these things and just craving it and i'm really jealous right now <laughs> he's good though honestly i could i could switch over to tea but i've uh dove way too far into the coffee world to turn back now like i if i don't have a <laughs> yeah. cup at least a cup a day i'm you know i'm struggling <laughs> have you thought about matcha uh matcha? I, I love matcha I love Ooh, it. Oh, that I'll reminds that me of, on top of it. Is there, is there, actually, I, sound, I feel like I sound kind of weird. Is there like, do you guys like, is bubble tea like a popular thing in London? Yes. I Thank know. you. Okay. Okay. You gotta get the strawberry milk tea with the oh, apple yeah. oh, 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 no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I'm I feel like right I'm now. alone. At, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the only one. Like, no, no, every no, time no. I'll bring it into a room and everyone's like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? <laughs> like, what is that? Come on. Listen, the foundation of mine and Azu's friendship is Our bubble friendship tea. relies on bubble tea. Guys, Every can I join day. this? Can I join this vibe? 100%. Because no one gets it. No one understands. I like, don't understand. Tell you, when I tell you, me and Nathan, oh my, literally, when we were in school, ev- like, once every, every day. two days, we got bubble tea. It was too, like we were spending way too much money on bubble tea. The people right. there knew us by the I'm like, bro. Yeah. And we had we had one shop um along the you know little shopping area, and the line sometimes would just be intense. And there was one girl working there. We'd just be sat in the cold sometimes <laughs> waiting for this. Tea. There's no seats inside, by the way. So everyone's either huddled inside um, oh my or lining up outside. It's just hell, but oh, I love bubble tea so much. No, it's, so it's an essential of life. I'm telling you, like, hey, what's your what's your number number one flavor then? It's what's strawberry your go-to? milk tea. Strawberry milk tea. Yeah, I like that. That's fair. So Nathan, what is this? You, you should make it at I, home, by the way. <laughs> I, I switch back way too often. I go back and forth to so many different flavors, but I think mm-hmm. Earl Grey. Okay. Okay. Earl Grey milk okay. tea. Probably, probably my number one. I'll, I'll. If I can't decide, I'll just turn to that one. Every that's time. fair. That's fair. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm the same with you. I don't know. I don't know if I could just choose one. Like it will change whenever I'm, whenever I drink it. But like <laughs> right me. now, right now, I think it would be like a. I feel like it'd be like a, like a, like a caramel milk tea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but the other day I tried a honeydew milk tea, that went crazy. Oh my. So I'm, I think it might be that too. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have not one, had one that I don't like. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's hard to, wait, you know. But okay, That's yeah. how I got into matcha as well. Matcha. How do you guys say it? Matcha? Matcha. Yeah. Matcha. Ma- yeah, matcha. Yeah, that's how I got into it. It was so good. Like, oh. But I can't, I can't let go of my strawberry milk tickets. <laughs> <laughs> is that something that is said differently? Like, what did I just say? Caramel? How do you say it? No, we say caramel as well. Okay, cool, cool. Because I heard yeah, yeah. I heard people say caramel up caramel. here. Here, I'm like, nah. what is that? Nobody what better be saying caramel. caramel. Come on now. That's Come a name, now. guys. Like that's not yeah. a thing. I have not met somebody named Caramel, but 
<laughs> one day in my I have one of my you have? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. No disrespect, right. no disrespect to anyone named Carl. No disrespect. We, we, lo- we love her, guys. We love That's her. Oh, yeah, for sure. Name. I'm just saying it might be a, it's also a good flavor of OT, you know what I'm saying? So- <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh just diving into a couple questions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just tell us a little bit about this uh, page you started and uh, what motivated you and what made you decide to start it up. Um, do you know what? It was when, I don't actually remember what triggered the page, but I remember I just wanted a space where I can like vent. And it did start off as a space where I was venting about human rights in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just stopped posting then. I deleted a few things because it just wasn't what I was into at that time anymore. Um, and then this one day I was like, do you know what? I actually want to start this properly. And I realised how much I miss being creative and I miss just just making things in general because um, it was during the lockdown, actually. And I just wanted to make something great. And do you know what? I just I did it for me. I wasn't promoting it or anything. I wasn't posting it anywhere. I was just board making all these little pages and little quotes and things that I already had saved on my phone and yeah that's where it came from and now I'm just I'm just going with it and then yeah I'm just waiting to just keep growing and keep creating a little community on that page and yeah I just love it it's a vibe <laughs> yeah and honestly like just want to encourage you a little bit because when I first found it I was just you know like the way it looks and how aesthetic it is, I was like, I like mm-hmm. this. This is good. The artwork <laughs> is is a one. Thank you, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Thank you to Canva, guys. Canva's so lit. Like you can just Canva become is... an RT. Yeah. An RT. <laughs> That's exactly what I use. Canva is what I it's use. It's so too. good, right? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> um, and and as you like kept on posting, you know, I just I just saw how, um beneficial your page can be for so many people you know and Thank uh, you. yeah for sure so um i guess like how do you come up with the posts you make because you said it was kind of like venting but um you know recently it's been very motivational and even when i read it i'm like you know i'm feeling better right so <laughs> yes I'm sorry, like, I yeah so, uh, no i love it um i used to literally just this is embarrassing i used to create different um you know on instagram you can save things yeah like so on that page when i created it it was just my it was just my space so then i just started saving different things so a lot of the time you see me credit people and stuff and i'll be like thanks to this person who created this so yeah it literally just was motivational stuff and sometimes it's stuff that i say to myself all the time in general um little affirmations and things like that that i put up I don't know if I'm answering your question, but um, you are. Yeah, you are. I just like these things that I I go by is what I'll post, and things that I know I don't like posting something that makes someone. I wouldn't want to post something that makes someone feel like they're not doing good enough. That's my aim to make sure people feel like they're doing enough, and what they're doing is okay. Like they are okay, they are safe, they are they're enough, you know. So yeah, I I just want to create a space where someone can go to, and that's all they see not a space where someone's like because you know this whole grind culture and yeah you need to do this if you're doing this you're not doing this like yeah. i hate yeah. it i detest it so i just wanted you know a space for people to go to and feel at peace at home love that so that's interesting to, to 
to hear that it's, it, it was really like started just for like yourself like it was in your own space um and i'm wondering like towards like your friends are you would you consider yourself like a like almost like some kind of like some level of like support towards your own friends because of you know what i'm saying like how this, yeah you know, I, it started I, with you like yeah yeah i am the mum of every group that I'm in. <laughs> so i take i do naturally go into that role it's not healthy in general to just keep on taking that role but i um i naturally glide into the whole motherly role and um i don't know i'm just a caretaker like even in my career social work i take care of people in general that's just what i do i'm an older sister i'm a daughter i i just it's just what it's just natural to me yeah. so yeah <laughs> um and then what does it feel like because like again like since it started out being like somewhere where it was like your own space and now it was it was essentially only like just for you what does it feel like to know that it's like coming from a like now that you realize that you the the stuff that you're putting out is actually like reaching people that are literally could be anywhere in the world so. in canada yeah. <laughs> right um it's so weird it's so weird like, i was confused when i was speaking to those and i was like um you're from canada <laughs> weird. it isn't a surreal type of feeling but it is i don't know it's just amazing like you know the tools of social media it's just a massive thing like it's such a good thing that um is that i i it's a blessing to be honest like I, it, it feels good is my answer so yeah. it's, an, it's a nice feeling yeah, yeah, to extend what was for me to be for others, for the world, essentially. Yeah, so you, I, I heard you say you are in social work. Yes, do, I am. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm finishing up my degree. I stopped for a little bit, but I'm finishing up my bachelor's in social work. Wow. I'm doing placement now, and yes, yeah, so it's, it's it's interesting oh, it's, intense. Awesome. It's, 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 it's intense but you know we're here thank you guys <laughs> yeah sweet that's cool that's cool yeah. Um, but yeah i think that is very interesting stuff especially yeah. in a time like this my goodness yeah oh, and I, I was we were just talking to azu and about how um you know this this lockdown has actually given people a chance to express their creativeness and express mm -hmm. you know who they actually are as a person and i think i think that's probably you know as bad as this situation is you know it's always important to take a positive out of it and i think the positive would be you know every single person has had to reveal who they actually are you know mm -hmm. and like it, it i think that's amazing and i think the fact that uh, you were expressing yourself in a way to help others, you know, feel better about themselves and feel like they are enough. Um, you know, not a whole lot of people can do that. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. I think it's yeah. for my dad, to be honest. He's, um, he was a teacher and now he's a care, he like runs a care company mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just, it's just gaining different types of, you know, like intentionally gaining different types of knowledge from people like in that way, in that world, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I just, I, I'm trying really hard to just be a good person. Like in a term like this, 
it's what's needed though but honestly it's just love <laughs> in general true yeah. i agree with that um <clears throat> so if we get a little bit like i guess deeper in a sense uh mm-hmm. with because you said this is like you made this page for you and stuff like that is there like a almost like a I guess like obstacle you felt like you needed to overcome and like doing this creating this kind of space helped you get over that or is helping you deal with that like is there somewhere that it's like uh directly um speaking towards I guess yeah um I think I've mentioned it on the page like I have a chronic I deal with a chronic illness um called fibromyalgia and I, at that time when I really got back into the page, I was suffering so much, like in pain every day, you know, the, it was just overwhelming. And that was the biggest obstacle, like needing to get out of that head funk of this is temporary. You are fine. You are safe. The pain, yes, is physical, but emotionally, spiritually, all these things, you're okay. Like, so it was just like, yeah sorry again fibromyalgia my when I start to talk (laughs) I do tend to like um lose what I'm actually talking about so am I answering your question (laughs) no yeah no definitely for sure okay yeah um and I feel like that's really interesting because uh it almost it's almost um like amazing how there's like with like this page that you made there's like it can essentially speak to a lot of different people that are in like it could be in any kind of situation that is difficult to deal with you know what I mean it's not like mm-hmm. only speaks to people that are dealing with you know any kind of mental health problems or anything like that or like physical problems in their lives it can really speak to anybody because there's the, like the you know quotes and stuff that you uh put on this page are like they're general enough to be taken by a, a large audience you know what I mean and mm. because of that it's a uh, it almost helps like a larger group because yeah. um because we were talking like me and Nathan I think yesterday we were talking about like how um I was telling him like if you are you know a black person in any westernized society there's a there's a good chance you probably deal with some sort of you know racist like experience and stuff like that and it's like you know if 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 someone is able to like you know relate or even just like um view something that you know that you've put on this page and stuff and be moved by that that can be you know really helpful towards that person because they might be in a situation that is like you know a lot more difficult to be you know by themselves so Mm -hmm. it's definitely a a beautiful thing thank that you is like, you know it's, it's definitely speaking to a, a large audience of people so yeah okay. I'm trying like to avoid the generalized because a lot of the pages that I do follow is for specific things um if it's mental health it's just mental health and it's a certain type of mental health if it's um for chronic illness it's for a specific type and I wanted to create a space no for real you've got it um I wanted to create a space where it was for everyone like anyone can come here and feel safe like um have you seen the page we're not really strangers Mm -hmm. I love it 
so much. Like, there's no, it's not generalized to romance. It's not generalized to mental health issues. It's just for everyone. <laughs> like, yeah, I just love that. Yeah, so that's the energy I'm going for. To be honest, that's cool. That's cool. That's definitely that's definitely what it seems like. So, yeah, but I don't want to. I mean, I ask too many questions at a time. I want to like let you know, okay. them talk as well. You know. Yeah. Um. So in your in your bio, um, on your page. <laughs> I just I, I'm gonna bring it up because I don't want to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it says <laughs> health and well-being through a black girl's eyes, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that you know itself speaks a whole message. Um, so if you can give just you know a little bit of an explanation of what you know what made you choose that that you know bio and you know what is what is the whole message behind that yeah um the bio is me and i i think there's a lot wrong in this world there's a lot of good in this world and i just wanted i want to show my perspective on those things like mm-hmm. one of my first quotes was wellness isn't whiteness is for everyone because the whole wellness industry is very white dominant mm-hmm. and it, it, it's so difficult for people of colour, of any ethnicity, of anything, to get those resor- resources. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to put out into that little bio. And I just wanted people to see it from my perspective and not just to say this is only for black people. Even the whole thing of black health, it's not just for black people. Um, of course, yeah. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's a lot of the time um we what's the word we we kind of mask our what's the word blind you know when horses have got the the things on the side of their faces oh, blinders. the blinders blinders we live in that type of you know that that box and I feel like if I can put my eyes through, through here you know so everyone can see it'll be a good thing because <laughs> yeah. now now everyone can see that and everyone can now have a conversation or the people that come across it can now have a conversation essentially sorry to bubble yeah. but <laughs> That's awesome. yeah yeah so um you know you're you spoke a little bit about um you know your health health issues and you know things like that so um and and then you also mentioned how you know people of color have had a hard time you know accessing these resources for mental health and well-being so Mm -hmm. yeah I'm just like I guess I'm just curious about you know the experiences you've had through that and you know like in my family history and in myself, you know, I have experienced health issues, but, you know, like we live in two different parts of the world, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm predom- predominantly half white, right? So it's I, like, I can't relate to, you know, scenarios that you've been in. Um, so if you want to share a little bit about that, that'd be sweet. Okay. Um, in the UK, we've got a national health service and it's for everyone, it's free, but the way they operate is to get you out the door so their main thing is to give you the easiest thing to fix what can they can fix now if I have got a history of issues let me fix the pain now and get you out um and it's a form of gaslighting it's not nice so when you are for me I I went in seven years ago now 
I think from when I tracked with my my latest doctor, she was saying that it was been seven years of history of being pushed from pillar to post. And that's what generally happens here. And as a black woman um, in this country, we're not believed ever. <laughs> a lot of the time, I should say, we're generally looked at as we're exaggerating, we're dramatic, we're whatever. So it took such a long time for my pain to be taken seriously. And that hurt. Um, it's difficult. It's so complicated here. I don't know why it's so complicated. Unless you're paying for it, it's not going to be great. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I went through. It was just hell, to be honest. Like, I suffered for so long in pain without med unmedicated, just trudging through life. And I don't know how I made it this far. I've only got, to be honest, because without him, like, I don't know how I could have got into this space of I'm, you know... I'm now diagnosed, I'm now um, medicated, like, essentially, it's, it's hell to get here, <laughs> and this is, it's when it's finally here, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is mm. happening, but yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult here in this country, I don't know why it's so difficult, we're such a, we're like Canada in terms of the free healthcare, things like that you'd expect us to be taken care of, but we're not. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, that hurts, it definitely is um uh a i guess I, I i feel like it's it's it has to do with like the fact that a lot of people don't really um i guess you could say like understand like the side of like what mental health really involves because i feel like there's a lot of you know it's like a foggy area of how you are supposed to uh go about the situation and you know if we're talking about like you know just being able to help somebody that is dealing with some kind of um mental you know like hardship i feel like a lot of people you know it's not it's not like it's taught very much in like school like coming up um but like again it's 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 definitely like a it's a side that a lot of people i feel like don't understand so that's why it's also kind of uh and maybe it could be difficult for some people to like really know what it what it means to be <clears throat> in that state of mind so and that's why i think it's also uh i guess you know really inspiring and motivating for a lot of people to see um someone like you and you know things that you do uh as like a uh yeah, just kind of like as a motivational um, kind of pillar because um, they may, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that are in that kind of state of like, you know, they're in that area that it's like, oh, this is hell right now. You know what I mean? And because of that, it's like, they don't really know of um, a way out of it because again, there's not very many areas that like anyone is actually trying to help out so because of that, I think like, you know, um, your page and like just kind of who you are is like a definitely, definitely like a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, uh, a pillar, I guess I can say again, is just kind of like a pillar of, you know, this is where people want to actually get to or like, yeah. like, you know, because like you said, like getting to there is hell. 
And that's why mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are in that in that stage. It's like, this is hell right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like getting past that or not even past that, just like dealing with it in a proper way is more than difficult. And mm-hmm. yeah, people like, you know, how, how you have this page is definitely, I think, uh, an area that people can look at towards some kind of, you know, assistance with getting to a state where they can like deal with it properly so yeah so heartbreaking that people have to be at their worst to finally be noticed like in terms of in healthcare and stuff uh what people in my life that have had to honestly have full-on breakdown to the point where they don't want to be here anymore and now they are having to now be forced into those situations when they've been screaming for it they've been begging for help for so long and I don't know it's just it's so it's so complicated (laughs) again I don't know why it's so complicated it should not be this hard to just fund the right things create spaces for the right people for the right situations you know I don't know that's just my perspective on it yeah yeah I agree I think I think when when you're going through especially when it is it involves uh you know physical health and you're struggling and you're in pain you know that's obviously going to influence your mental health to a very you know like to an extent it's going to influence the way you think and the way you approach each day right and um until you get the help that you need you're gonna there's a high possibility you're gonna stay in that situation Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's something that you did um, while you you were fighting for a diagnosis and you were fighting to figure out what's going on. Um, there's there's things and steps that you took to push through those things. And yeah, some people can't do it. Some people, you know, just don't have the mental capacity to find that perseverance in the situations that there are that they're in right um so like what is what is one thing that really just pushed you through that through that whole you said seven years right Mm -hmm. um what is one thing that just kept you going right and to to land you in the spot where now you're able to inspire people with your story you know um a few things it starts off obviously I'm a religious person so it starts off with God and then we go into my loved ones like my family my closest people and it's having the right support and I'm so privileged to have the support I'm so privileged to have these people and it's also just my mindset like I just want to have a normal life I want to feel peace I want to be good and if I'm not at peace I'm really craving it and I'm really striving for it and I think that's what pushes me hard is like I need peace how do I get peace I need to do this 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 if I need to do things for myself I'm going to do these things for myself I have to go abroad to get this I'm going to go abroad if I need to save I'm going to save and that's what I did and I just I just kept doing it until and then I had help from my family um to find um doctors in the most expensive area <laughs> um, to just you know help me get just a diagnosis because once I had that diagnosis I could now get the proper help in my day-to-day yeah and then that's that's all I needed and I've yeah I just kept fighting for it because I needed my peace <laughs> yeah. I need peace yeah um, that is also very interesting to hear that like you know 
because um, I, me and Nathan are also both uh, very religious people. So I think um, the fact that you said like, you know, how God helped you um, as well, um, or is at least one of the things that help you push through. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, would you say like, you know, cause you are a religious person, is it like, you know, you're, uh, cause I know that uh, in some areas, like, you know, we can say like me and Nathan are religious people, but there may be people that are like, that were around that are not, and could even be like um, hindering um, your uh, religious beliefs and so on. So like, is, would you say like your, um, you know, environment, your surroundings is also kind of like a religious yeah um at university it was not at all like unless I looked for it it wasn't there and Mm. thank god I found it because there was moments where I was like this close I was gonna give up guys I was so done (laughs) and then I went to church and it's literally called home church it was an amazing church there um I was home and it was so nice and being back home my dad's a very prayerful person and every morning I'll hear him wake like praying and sometimes he'll just come into my room lay his hand on me and he'll just pray and it, it was just you know, just that day to day of we're gonna get through this we've got God there's no giving up there's no backing down and yeah we just we just continued to be prayerful and I think that's it's just that motivation and that push to keep on striving because his plan is there and we can't, you know, pretend that that this is the end of it, you know, like we, we need to just keep, we just have to keep on giving on basically. That's just, yeah, my household is very religious. So if it wasn't for them, <laughs> I don't know where I'll be. So, yeah. yeah, I think what you're saying is just, you know, the whole definition of faith. Right? Because yeah, you... my name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, you can't see God um, and sometimes you can feel him, but on the rare occasion, right? And mm-hmm. um, you obviously can't see um, the plan he has for you. But by having faith in what he does and in the scripture, mm-hmm. you know, in prayer, I 100% believe that anybody that is going through hell, like you said, needs something to put their faith in because faith wow. creates hope, faith creates joy you know um and so i do (laughs) yeah but yeah how how many times have you made this joke in your life i love it so much because my name's so cool (laughs) but um no i'm here listening i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry no 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 no, no. (laughs) why did i not even see that coming bro oh my gosh you fell right into it guys i'm so happy it happened (laughs) Dude, yeah, she has all the ammo she needs with that joke. Oh, <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see you, Nathan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like that. I think faith is a huge thing when people, you know, are going through a time, uh, even with the, like mental health, you know, like I, mm-hmm. when I'm going through times where I'm anxious or, things like that you know mm-hmm. um nothing else will bring me clarity other than you know my faith like yeah no, nothing will and it's it's uh something that i want everybody to experience you know and i understand that there are certain happenings in people's lives where they just can't accept 
faith, whether it's because they're hurt by the church, whether it's because, you know, they used to have faith and it didn't help them in that situation. Exactly. It's just, yeah. Um, My cousin, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, My cousin, we lost someone last year during the pandemic and she just kept saying, I don't know what I would do without religion, like without God, without this belief, because I genuinely, genuinely, it would not have been easy. Like, I don't know how people function without the belief of better and belief of someone being there. And I don't know, (laughs) just to agree with what you're saying, I I don't know how it works because it's life is so complicated in general and without without faith or belief it's it just murkies up the waters if that makes sense like it makes it so difficult and yeah <laughs> yeah I, I agree 100 that's really true yeah i feel like it's a it's a it it, it definitely yeah I've, I've been thinking that i've had that same mindset for as long as i can remember of like how there's people in the world that like don't have any faith or like believe in nothing and i mean like you know i'm not trying to like you know say anything rude to those kind of people but it's just i don't i can't imagine myself being in that state of mind because it's just so you know like you said like life already as it is is just a whole bunch of confusion right (laughs) adding to that confusion of like you know if you don't have any kind of faith at least at least you can be in a like a stable state of mind with with the faith that we have but like if you don't then it's like wow i don't even know what that could even mean and yeah i don't know yeah um yeah it's 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 a important it's definitely a foundation uh for my life but you know some people some people definitely you know operate in other ways and Mm -hmm. I, i for sure i'll probably have somebody on the podcast that you know believes differently right and as long i think for me as long as the person's joyful and is you know loving other people and you know like you do what you need to do to be happy and to you know shine a light on the world right yeah that's a really beautiful way of looking at it that's true yeah um i had a question go on (laughs) (laughs) so i was i was thinking about how you said um you one of the things that motivated you was uh your desire to be at peace Mm -hmm. i was wondering like what because i'm assuming you know it's probably different for everybody so i was wondering what what is being at peace kind of like look like for you where I can just feel pure joy and to be without intense worry. I hate being overwhelmed. It makes me physically unwell. Mm. Um, I, yeah, essentially just that. I just want, I, I strive to be in a space where I am okay and I'm calm and there's the things that are complicated can be dealt with well. You know, there's no struggle I, don't, I just don't want to struggle <laughs> basically um that's what i'm aiming to get out of that struggle basically that is cool not experience that anymore <laughs> yeah yeah because i definitely know there's a lot of people that you know there's um yeah being like overwhelmed as an example is like something that um a lot of people do not deal with 
very well and because mm. of that, it's like and, and that's something that can literally happen just out of nowhere it's like you know with like school and stuff you can literally just you know one day you're fine the next day you have you know three four assignments dude at midnight something like that you know what i mean <sighs> as simple as that like that can be very overwhelming for some people and like you said yeah, like, definitely. like physically unwell which is definitely you know and and that's the thing too because when when you get into that state of like there's uh you know you where you um are feeling overwhelmed because of something in your life going on you might be then you know thinking about yourself differently because you may have thought like you could have avoided this if you did something different and stuff and then you start mm-hmm. blaming yourself but uh yeah no it's definitely um something that i feel like a lot of people strive for is to be at peace with like you know not being struggling with stuff that is you know stressing you out and overwhelming you stuff like that so yeah um yeah so i i have another question <laughs> Feels like an interrogation <laughs> at this point. But, um, question number one. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, I feel like you have experienced a lot of things that are completely out of your control, right? Like mm-hmm. health, health um, for the most part, is out of your control. You can't, you can't control that. And you know, um, experiencing racism and things like that, like that's out of your control. Okay. Um, so how have you come to a point to deal with those things? Because I I know a lot of people, like I know a lot of people that, you know, have been so affected by being, you know, stuck in their house and not being able to do anything Um, that's affected them so greatly, but it's completely out of their control, you know? So Mm -hmm. how, how do you find yourself dealing with those situations? To be honest, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I try to, um, you know, like I try to gain control in the things that I have the ability to. Like if I can make every decision I make has a consequence to it. So I try to do things that I can, you know, I can kind of lead the, the, the decision to be, if I make sense, the consequence to be. Um, and it's the struggle with the journey. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% there. I can't lie. Like, I'm just, I'm still dealing with it. I'm still processing. Um, yeah. I'm still healing. And, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a while. It's going to take a few, you know, a few moments to be like, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're right, you're fine, you're safe. Um, but I'll get there. And I know I will as well. But I don't, I don't, you do see the people that will, try to get in control in the most unhealthy ways and that's what I'm avoiding I think that's what I'm doing I'm avoiding doing it in an unhealthy way here's what I'm trying to do as much yeah. as I can <laughs> yeah because you know to me it's important to like exactly what you said uh control what you can right and I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing to the biggest thing you can control is your the way the way that you think right you know, because you can turn every situation into a negative situation, or you can turn every situation that you experience into something positive, right? And mm-hmm. we will always have the decision to do that. And I think, you know, in going back to your scriptures and faith, you know, like it says in the Bible that 
you know, when God created us, he gave us a choice, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some people would, would take that scripture and apply it to everything. But, you know, like, I don't believe, like, we don't have a choice, you know, about natural disasters. Like we don't have a choice right. when, when things like, you know, this happen and, you know, but we do have a choice over what we do with our time and, you know, how, how we, how we react to every situation, you know, and I think, mm-hmm. and uh, the only way I think we can learn to do that is by going through them. Right. So, yeah. How will you grow if you don't, you know? Exactly. That's um, yeah, true. And yeah. everything has its lessons. Like we actually, I feel like a lot of the time people that do struggle with, um, with themselves and where they're going and all these things. It's just they've not had to see things and they've not had to experience things. And it's 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 difficult. It's a privilege as well as um as well as, you know, a curse. Like it, it, if you don't see things in life, you're not gonna know, <laughs> you're not gonna grow, you're not gonna, you know, I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely like you know like yeah literally just like you said like if you don't end up like experiencing these things then if it is to come around to a later point in your life you're not going to know how to deal with it so it's it's overwhelming in itself like life is so crazy i don't like it (laughs) it's so (laughs) it's so overwhelming but yeah it's just about knowing how to do it and even finding the tools you don't have to have bad things happen to you for you to know Mm. how to handle life just going out and removing your ignorance and try trying to intentionally learn from people and from different things Mm -hmm. definitely the best noticing that like you know not everybody is the same so that you might have to you know if you go see new things and like meet new people understand new perspectives you're gonna you don't like you said you don't have to necessarily go through the actual experience to know how to deal with it but you may see someone else's perspective and be able mm-hmm. to you know understand how that how to deal with a, a specific situation and stuff like that so yeah i agree with you there but yeah and i think again like going back to your page um there's a lot of there's a lot of you know uh, things that people can take from that as like you know almost like a yeah some place for, for them to find help because if like you said um there's not you know sometimes even finding um the you know the right help for you know whatever situation they're in can be difficult in itself so um yeah i guess uh, if they're able to, you know, look at things, you know, because of how amazing like uh, social media is and how it can reach different areas of the world, they may be able to take what you put that put, um, you know, up there, post, and apply it into their own lives. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Like a lot of pages put in their bio now that social media isn't therapy. And I think if you can gain something from social media and then go outside as well to, to you know, get the actual physical resources, then you're doing a really good thing for yourself. Like, I don't know, it's just, social media is such a beautiful tool, but I feel like people are so, so reliant on it for gratification and, you know, validation. And 
It's good. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's it's a good thing. But I just I worry so much that people just lean on it because I don't want my page to just be a page where people just go to and like, but I'm good for the day. No, okay, you still need to heal, you still need to talk about it, you still need to do all these things. Um so yeah, I was just it was just a thought <laughs> that I'd had about the whole social media wellness community becoming this therapy session. Guys, get help outside. <laughs> go go seek those resources. I'm not a therapist. I may know things about psychology. I may have experience with um, my my clients and things like that, but I don't, I don't know you and I don't know how to deal with your things. So I just, yeah. 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 It should definitely be like a, like a motivational tool to go and seek. Right. You know, further, further help. Not to use, that's your only help for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Uh, I like this conversation, um, but like I said before, so let me just explain a little bit. So I said before that, uh, you know, I want this, I want this episode to be a platform and an opportunity for you guys to speak a message that, you know, the world needs to hear. Right. And I believe that every single individual has something that they need to say and people need to listen. Right. Everybody should. That voice everybody has a light in their heart um that needs to be shared with everybody and you know that's like basically the whole reason for this podcast but um i think you know in in these sort of times you know um there is a message that you guys both of you need to get out right and i think um this is a great platform to do it and i think you guys um need to have you know, this kind of conversation and people need to listen, right? We, people need to hear what you guys have to say. And, um, you know, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it to you and Azu as just take the floor, you know, go at it, say whatever, don't do not hold back, right? Say whatever you have to say, talk about your experiences, talk about what needs to change, what you feel in your heart needs to be done. And just, you know, understand that people are going to listen to you you know and it's it's this is going to be very beneficial so i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> azu, azu go for it man i'll be right back okay oh my god <laughs> uh, thank god for the power of editing but <laughs> I've been holding it in for way too long, so I gotta go. <laughs> no, like, I, I want to set this up for you guys. <laughs> set this up for you guys to. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think I'll let ladies go first. Right. Speaking of ladies, I just my biggest thing is just believe black women. I think, especially in healthcare, in in. When it comes to all types of healthcare, disbelieve black women, believe black people in general, because I feel like we're so marginalized. Um, and our death rates and 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 like the mental health community is just so disproportionate in terms of who's getting the support. Black men are not getting the support that they need because there's just this obsession or if black men are strong, black men are fine. Black women are exaggerating. Black women are dramatic. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not okay. This needs to stop, guys. Like that's all I 
I really have that need to be out there. Um, it, like with my page, I don't, I don't necessarily just want to marginalise it to race, but I do want that to be raised because of my experiences, mm. essentially. <laughs> yeah, that definitely makes sense. I think um, there's a, I feel like there's, there needs to be a better understanding of, you know, the different people um, in the world and just mm-hmm. like idea that, you know, you can't just take what, you know, this societal structure has created a, uh, a summary of what it believes to be true and that mm-hmm. may not necessarily be true. So if it is, you know, seeing how, you know, and especially black women, I think it's, I think that's one of the areas that, if anything, it needs to be understood better. You know, I mean, it's not right. with this idea of like, like what people like believe, like like you said, people need to believe black women. I think it's, I think it's that speaks to a lot of different levels of like what they, you know, what is what what that message is trying to portray. I think it's like, um, you know, people need to not only believe, but they need to listen. They need to. Uh, you know, open their mind up and just, you know, understand um, that there's a different, I guess, um, side of life that people don't even notice almost. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, if I, if I were to say anything, it would be like, yeah, under, like try to open your mind up to understand different people's ways of living and how they actually are and how, who they actually are where they come from, what they deal with, and how that like is different from your own life. And maybe, you know, try to find some kind of, after after opening your mind up and seeing those things, it may be possible to, I guess, seek some sort of middle ground um, to allowing people to, of whoever you are, to have some kind of, you know, level, level playing ground where um, you know, everyone has an equal opportunity and everyone has a, a better understanding of, of who everybody is because, you know, everyone is different. So, um, but yeah, and then I think um, there's also different ways of dealing with um, these kind of situations. Um, but... I think the best thing that is that people should do is, um, you know, like I said, open your mind, but also, um, you know, go out and try to find, um, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, just try to try to seek out um, just like knowledge towards, you know, how people are different and how people deal with situations differently so that, um, you may be able to take that into your own life, whether you're doing that for yourself or even for somebody else. So, mm-hmm. here for it. You know, I guess that's you know what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to say. So, I guess you know, Nathan, what are you saying, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I missed the first part, <laughs> but I liked mm-hmm. what uh, you guys were saying. Um, I guess. 
I guess I'd like to hear your guys's uh, stories, maybe, you know, something that you've experienced that, you know, cause like, I feel like every day someone's got to learn something new and every day somebody's got to be surprised or shocked by something, you know? And I think, I don't know if I do ask this question, but I think um, London, you know, is a completely different part of the world. And, you know, I don't know, how things work over there and you know like you might have experienced something totally different than azu has experienced here right so i think if you guys are okay just sharing you know stories of of you know of times you've experienced racism and what you what you did to react to that situation and you know how you applied it to i guess become a better you you know what i mean and I'm not saying that, like, I know, I understand, I would understand that those situations would be hard to find a positive out of it, out of it, because, you know, that's, it's not right. And it's, it, you guys, nobody should experience racism. You know, nobody deserves that. Nobody, you know, that's just something that shouldn't be happening. But um, I understand that, you know, it's a very high possibility that both of you have, right? So um, just, you know, share a story about that and how that influenced you. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, obviously, like I said earlier, like if you're a black person living in any kind of westernized um, society, then you probably have experienced it. Um, but, you know, people deal with it differently um depending on where you are who you are and how you're raised and so on but um i think we were like nathan we were talking yesterday about it as well uh and i was telling you how like you know there'll be people that you're around in a certain like neighborhood that if you experience racism things you know like automatically will get violent um for both parties and Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that's the right way of doing it, but I'm not the one to say that it's not the right way because, you know, if you are being racially abused, like physically, then who is, who is, who am I to say that you shouldn't be able to retaliate physically as well? So, um, but again, there's, you know, it, I feel like there's different, there's different ways of, of dealing with it as well. Um, but it's, it's also another area that's kind of, uh, you know, not really, it's not really understood how to, uh, you know, find, I guess, justice towards it. Um, so like I shared that story with you yesterday about how on um, like first day of junior high, how I got called N-word by some, some, guy that I literally had just met that day um and how like you know uh I wasn't really sure what to do when he did when he when he said it to me it's like I I was kind of like shocked and I didn't really know like why he had done it or you know who like why what 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 I was supposed to do um but I was around I was close to another one of my friends that was from my church um, and he he heard it and he said, um, you know, he's, he wasn't going to fight or anything like that, but he was going to, you know, tell authorities, tell, you know, our, I think it was our principal or our 
teacher or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think later on in that day, uh, the principal had taken me out of class and he had said like, you know, did, did, he, uh, did he apologize to you? And I was like, um, yeah. And he asked me, was it a sincere apology? And I was sitting there like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but like, is, and then, you know, after that, that was the end of the situation. And I feel like at the time I was really, I guess, angered by it because I had told my parents about it too. And I told uh, that same friend about it that had been the one to tell the principal in the first place. And um, I realized after a while, because, you know, it all started out with like anger of like, wow, like they don't know, they didn't punish him or anything. There's no suspension. What the hell? Like, but at the end of the day, I, I realized that, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, people don't really understand what, um, you know, dealing with a, a experience, a dealing with a situation of racism, they don't really understand what it's like. So they don't really know what they are supposed to do to deal with it. So I, I felt like, um, towards being inspired by the situation. I don't know if that's the uh, right choice of words, but I mean, uh, I guess it's just that it, I, I feel like if anything, a lot of the time, you know, you, you, you do have to surround yourself with the right people to, you know, uh, to, you know, be able to deal with it mentally. But um, as an individual, I think, um, the best thing it would be um, to, as much as you can, be the bigger person. And on top of that, I think it's it's important to express to everybody that's in the vicinity or anyone that is looking that you are the bigger person. Because um, I feel like, you know, you're setting an example, not just for um, yourself, but you're setting an example for other people to uh, to figure out, you know, how they're supposed to deal with the situation. So, you know, I hopefully, I don't know, I don't know if I did at the time, but I, I hope that like, um, from how I was trying to say to this, this guy that had been uh, calling me racial slurs and stuff that um, he's not going to like, you know, break me down after doing that. And I was hoping that like that attitude towards it is kind of um, uh, would kind of rub off on other people looking at the situation thinking like, you know, if someone is racially, racially abusing me, how am I supposed to you know, deal with the situation? I think you should express that you're you're better than you know what they're what they're trying to call you or what they're yeah. trying to say about you. So yeah, I don't know. Do you ever get tired of being the bigger person though? Like it's it's so draining and it's so boring constantly being like, I'm gonna just leave this, but it's so it it's important I'm not saying it isn't important but it is really taxing to constantly be like all right cool sometimes I do want to fight <laughs> I do want to fight no, back yeah. and I do want to I do want to you know re react and 
I am a um, reactive type of person in general, but I have learned to sometimes just remember it's not me. And it, it's so weird because when you're in an argument with someone, it's an argument. But when someone decides to become racist or racial, whatever the term you want to use, um, it's like an out-of-body experience of like, what like mm-hmm. no, yeah. what is the relevance like what have you gained here like it is it, it's, it's so now now you look silly you've you've not you i'm bored now like you've ruined it like it's just like i was fine arguing with you in general we could have just left it but now you just made this worse you've made it mm. like i don't know and it's 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 quite it's it's weird the first time i ever experienced it um was in my first few months in in England, I'd come from Zimbabwe. I think I was like six years old. I'm in line for lunch and this boy out of nowhere just cuts the line. And then like he's in front of me and he's talking rubbish. I don't even remember what he was saying. And then suddenly he just punches me in my stomach. And then like, I'm like, whoa, um, okay. <laughs> then he just starts coming to me. And it happened, I think like two or three times. I'm not, and I used to just walk away and like, go further down the line to avoid him. And this one day I was like, I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not. I'm just a six-year-old little girl. I've just come from Africa and I'm really fed up. Like, I really wanted a good time here. Like, so I just started fighting back. And I told my mum about it. And she wasn't too pleased because she's that person of pacifist. Like, no, just step away. It's okay. My, like, I, I was not having it. I was not impressed. So I, I did just start fighting back and I was left alone. And it's just those, it's difficult. It's just difficult of what works. Like what, what, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Do I just keep putting up with it? And my brother, exactly the same thing. He came here as soon as he started school, the same experiences. We just kept going through the same things. And it's, it's annoying, but sometimes it, it, you can't always be the bigger person. And it's not, it's, it's, it's a bit like controversial like fight back but like not technically physically but sometimes you can mentally challenge someone and make them realize how dumb they actually look and, and I don't know being I don't know it's like fighting ignorance of ignorance being violent is ignorant like you it's it's not it doesn't change or help it, the situation it may stop the situation for that time but um no one's learned anything everyone's just angry now <laughs> yeah so yeah I don't know. It's complicated. It's definitely but complicated. Does... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 I was just going to say it does work sometimes. That's what I was saying. Right, right, yeah. No, I think it, it, and it also obviously depends on situation. But like, yeah, I think, again, like I said, I don't, like, I don't know. I can't, I can never say that like dealing with, um, dealing with it is like in a, I guess, violent way or like, you know, any kind of arguing back is the wrong way to do it because again like if i'm in a situation like yours where it's happening consider because when it happened when that happened to me in when i was like first day of junior high it's not like that kid like came out to be the next day after that and did the same thing and stuff like that once you get to a point where it's like you know you're fed up with the fact that this it's continuously happening then uh, yeah i feel like you know you need to you're gonna have to find some kind of way to either retaliate or or you know because you want something to change and that's where it gets confusing because you don't there's no I don't know if there's a right way to retaliate you know what I mean I don't know what is you know it's like okay if I do this then it will stop Mm. but 
you know, it's again, like you said, it's very, it's a very confusing thing because I keep saying that like people don't know how to deal with it, but like I don't even know how to deal with it myself. So it's like, it's like, and you it's, know. it's so bad because you hear the stories of someone being fed up and it just goes wrong and in them trying to stop the situation from continuing. And it's, it's hard, like, well, I should uproot myself from this situation completely. Am I supposed to move schools? Am I supposed, what am I supposed to do for you to leave me alone? Mm-hmm. Um, it's too complicated and it shouldn't be. Like, just leave me alone. Leave my race out of it. Like, it has nothing Very to do good. with my character. It I've got something to do with you. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely, I agree. It's, it's just, it's, there's no, there's, it's, it's confusing. And I feel like it really should not be confusing, but it just it just is just because of how, you know, because like, again, like, I don't really know how a person who's going up here and like, you know, disrespecting somebody just because of the, the color of their skin. I don't know how that person thinks. So in my mind, I don't like, I don't understand. Like, little doesn't make sense. I don't know why the hell you would even think of doing something like that. Well, I, I don't know. Because I'm black, I don't get the idea of going <laughs> for race like what what are you gaining in this conversation like i don't i i think it's just not understanding it either like yeah it's it's funny it's weird um yeah definitely shouldn't be a area that is yeah like it doesn't make sense to like use someone's race as a as a way to offend them i guess like it's Mm -hmm. like how does that and, even... and even using race as the decisive factor in why something should go a certain way yeah. like the whole thing of my health thing of because I'm black I might be being a bit dramatic how, how does that make sense like I'm in pain what? pain is pain I don't mm-hmm. know what you think you hear about um, um, women of color in general dying a lot in in, in childbirth because they're just looked at as not to be taken seriously or they can handle pain more so they we can wait a little longer and it's like where has this come from and everyone needs to check their biases everyone doctors should need to check their biases gaslighting should be a part of their training like they should not be as in not they should um, be gaslighting but they should be aware of their gaslighting tendencies because I was there was a day when I went to um a rheumatologist and she's looking me up and down and saying first of all I'm too young people of your color don't go through this like all these little things are just coming out of your mouth what are you talking about <laughs> so it was just this whole thing of I'm just I just I, I feel silly now you've made me feel silly you kind of laughed me out of the room and it's just the judgment initial judgment from the moment I stepped into the room of you're fine like I'm, you're just being dramatic. There's nothing. I can't see anything wrong with you, and come mm. to find out, there's actually something wrong with me. Mm. Um, yeah, and in and you don't feel validated, and you you feel a little crazy even in school when you're just accused straight away. When you're out and about at a shop, you're just accused straight away. And what about me makes me look like the individual that has committed this thing? Like I'm sick and tired. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah I uh, I appreciate you guys talking about that. It's uh, um, you know, like for me, I'm half Guatemalan, right? And so I have never been judged 
based off my appearance because I look like a Canadian boy. Like I just, look, <laughs> I just look white, right? But once once mm-hmm. people get to know me and understand my uh, that I'm that I'm half Guatemalan and half Spanish, then those those racist comments or whatever come my way. But I have never been judged um, based off my appearance. And uh, I think a lot of people have it. And, you know, um, you guys going through those things, um, it's important to be, it's important to be um, heard. Um, so people understand that next time, you know, they're out in public and they make a judgment based off somebody's appearance, like no matter the color of their skin, just based off their appearance, you know, you're doing the wrong thing. You can't, you can't do that, right? Because, you know, like you, Azu, one of my best friends, amazing guy. And Faith, you know, you're an amazing person. Your character, the experience you've gone through is something that <laughs> is something that not a whole lot of people go through. You know, people mm. don't have the mental capacity to be as strong as you are when it comes to mental health and physical health. Right. And until somebody takes a step to learn that about you, they should not be making a single judgment. Yeah, I think. I, I Thank think you, it's, Nathan. You're it welcome. happens again. People need to, you know, it's like, it, it, it's like I was saying before, like, where I feel like people need to go out and try to understand, like, you know what I'm saying? This is this is the reality as well. So, like, yeah. Yeah. It, it, to me, it's just such a surface level way of thinking. Like, yeah. You you can base a judgment off literally anything in life, you know, like any object, any person. Like if you don't learn about, you know, what you're looking at, you won't understand it. Oh. So you can't make, is, you can't make judgments about it because of just how you're looking. Like doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And and like that comes even to religion, you know. Like some some people are just have such you know big problems with like buddhists for example they just go oh they're wrong this and that but until you actually learn about what they believe and and how they how they um practice their religion you can't say anything because Mm -hmm. you know you know every person has their own story every person has things that they've learned things that they've grown up with and until you learn about that person you really have no place to make a judgment. Mm. I think people feel so safe in their bias, though. That's the problem. They just feel so protected by it because they feel like they've got their own community who believe the same way. And if I can spew hate and have people agree with me, then you know what? It doesn't matter. And this is not the way to live. How do you grow from that? How do you check your bias? That's all I keep saying. Like, it was... It's, it's sad yeah. unfortunate yeah but i i feel like if if we keep fighting and keep sharing stories and you know educating the right people and the right generations i like i'm praying with my whole heart <laughs> that it you know will filter out and i think in this world right now that too many people have their hearts set in stone you know yeah. and you know and but but the thing is is that if we stop doing things like this and stop pushing and stop fighting for the right things you know they're not going to happen right so 
I think I agree with both of you when Azu says you just need to be the bigger person. And I also agree with you, Faith, when you say sometimes you need to fight back. Right. And I think doing both of those right now is so important. Um, so, yeah, I encourage you guys. I appreciate you guys sharing those things. Um, we are well over an hour. Um, and uh, I, uh, which, you know, I like, I think, I think this is the, the conversation that we had could go on for hours and hours on end. Um, but there's only so much space on the internet. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Is that That's room for part two, Nathan? Is that what you're saying? Oh, hold on. Part two, Episode part three, two. part four, part five. <laughs> Should we keep going? Should we? Yeah. It's a series. Yeah. It's a series. 100%. Oh, not a bad All idea. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks again for uh, coming on, Faith. Um, appreciate it. Um, maybe Thank you, you for can having share. me share your uh, Instagram handle so people can uh... plugs plugs yeah right number one is black health on Instagram please follow like get involved in the conversation and also my personal page faith.black I like to talk to people so DM me (laughs) (laughs) how about you Azu um I mean my I have an Instagram account. It is Azu Osakwe, A-Z-U-O-S-A-K-W-E. And then that's about it right now. You know what I'm saying? That's fresh. Um, but yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, stay safe. Love you guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.